Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Bottled Up Podcast, where once again, Mr. Ryan Fern returns, and he's got he's got some uh, grievances to air, some stories to tell. Ryan, how how are you doing today? You know, today I'm doing pretty good. I woke up like super late because I was out late with the boys last night, but you know, it's nice to be able to get out with them with all the craziness that goes on during the race season. So, so how was you? How were you on Friday? Oh, Friday was awesome. I mean, th- everything that happened on the track was sick. Like I said in uh, in my post-race interview that went up on the Stafford Speedway uh, Facebook page, it was some of the best damn racing that I've been part of at that track. That's It's definitely a top three race for me, possibly even number one, you know. Um, for the most part, we had no idea what the car was going to do. The track's been changing like crazy it's, it almost seems like that almost seems like that racing surface has been bipolar or something you know like soon as the soon as the moon comes up sun come, sun goes down then you got to make some big swings at the car to get it in line for the feature but um we went out there started 13th made our way up through the field a bit and then uh i rubbed on somebody and they messed up the valve stem on my right rear so i had a leak and um thankfully with all the cautions that were going on i was able to uh get that thing changed the new right rear that I had on the car had it like 80 laps on it already, but we were flying through the field, 21 cars. And we started, we started deep after that caution and uh, made it all the way back up to second. Long story short, fighting on the outside with Tyler Leary, Leary in the 11. And I was gaining on him a little bit on the outside, a little bit, but you know, popsicle sticks went up at the flag stand. He gave me the left rear. And like I said to him directly after the race, if he wasn't going to make that move, for the biggest race of the year going for the win, then he shouldn't even be racing. So, you know, full, full respect. I mean, he, he did what he had to do to get the win still came home with second. So I can't complain about that. No, you can't complain at all. Is there anything you do want to complain about? However, listen, <laughs> so I, I'm going to be honest, you know, if I got, if I got any changes to what I'm about to say, you know, I'll, I'll come back on the podcast and say, it. you know, I ain't afraid to be wrong. So this is just how I feel at the current moment. I feel like Stafford's just trying to keep me down here for real. Like the last, the last few weeks I've gone from the back to the front and I've been, you know, g- getting some compliments from people for once in my damn racing career, because like I'm, I'm finally figuring out how to do something right. I guess. I mean, I'm not perfect. I still get into things, but you know, it's less than what I've been doing before. People have been liking my racing. It makes me feel real good, but the, but it just seems like, there's always something that that Stafford wants to get me for, whether it's going three wide on the start or something, you know, or like, or, you know, brake rotors or something stupid. I mean, the brake rotors didn't even really help us out. I don't really blame them for, for uh, nabbing us on that. Me and Tom both finished second, third couple weeks ago and they bounced us for it. Kind of sucked, but I mean, whatever. And then we went to tech on Friday. And we had to take tires off and have some things checked on the car, whatever they asked for. And we're looking at we're looking at Leary's right rear. And it has travel indicators on the lower on the lower trailing arm there for the rear. Now that tells me that that is probably a spring bar. And there are not supposed to be spring bars in the late models at Stafford. So they had the part confiscated and it had a legal part number on it. But Stafford did not have any sort of documentation as to like schematics, drawings, pictures, a physical copy of what that part was supposed to be. 
Meanwhile, you go back and look at the rule book and it says no springs or shocks are allowed in the trailing arm, like between point A and point B where it connects to the rear, the rear end and the chassis. But what they had in there were rubber bushings. So effectively what this does when you have those bushings in there on your right rear lower trailing arm is when you step on the gas, that whole entire arm compresses, it shortens because of the tire biting into the asphalt and pushing on that part. So you get huge drive off, huge drive off. And it's a gigantic advantage. So if you were to simply replace those bushings with a spring, it would do the exact same thing. If you were to replace those bushings with a shock, it would do the exact same thing. However, the only thing that's going to be happening from this, um, from this happening, if you will, is a tech bulletin's going to be going out. So, I mean, that's my current understanding of the situation. I was there for most of it. I mean, I still had to, you know, go and help load up and stuff in the interim and all this nonsense after we passed tech with flying colors. So, I mean, I, I don't, I don't really know what to say about that from, you know, uh, from an official standpoint, as far as the racing goes, like I said, it was awesome racing. I would, I would never take what, take back what I said about the racing, but you know, it just, it just kind of sucks that for the last few weeks, I feel like I've been, I've been like at the top of my game as far as my racing goes. I'm, you know, just trying to be the best I can still making improvements every single week doing what I have to do to uh, do my part at, here at Farm Motorsports and stuff. But just seems like these guys just, they, they got something out for us just because our last name's Fern. It's been that way for like 30, 35 years at this point. So I don't know what to say about it. Yeah. And it seems like this season, Tom, well, Tom hasn't won yet and it's, you know, it's September at this point. Granted, we lost a few months, but usually by now he's won four or five in a row. How is he taking this? I mean, it, the season just started off with some bad luck. Tom is very quiet when it comes to when it comes to things bothering bothering him. I guess you know, like he doesn't. He's not one to really go ahead and just start pissing and moaning down at the shop while we're working on the car or something. You know, like if it's time to talk about it, he'll talk about it a bit. But you know, he's he's very much a an action taking type person instead of just complaining about stuff. So. We started off the season with like three weeks of bad luck. He he kept having his throttle get stuck in all this nonsense, and then uh, I think he got caught up in a in a couple of wrecks or something. I mean, nothing super super terrible, but you know the car got knocked around and stuff. So we we've gone through so many different things on that car. We're just we're we're thinking like, what the heck is the frame bent or something ridiculous like this? Like we know it's not Tom because. This is the same exact car that he's already won like 45 races with in the last seven years. Right. It's the same driver that's been driving the car. It's not like we've ever had to replace Tom. We're racing on the same tires last year, and Tom got six wins last year and all this. There's really nothing different about the car. It's really just coming down to the series of events since the beginning of 2020 that I think are starting to add up and starting to cause other problems in other areas. But the, the hard thing about trying to get back to former success is figuring out exactly what is wrong and exactly what needs to be fixed first and then second and then third. The order of operations is very important, and right now we're trying to get that figured out for him. Well, that's an interesting perspective from the inside. Now, before we sort of, of wrap things up here, have you been watching any of the stuff over on the cup side or anything like that? I mean, honestly, not really 
too much with the cup. I mean, things have just been so crazy going on with local racing here that um that it's really just been main focus all on all on what we got going on at Fern Motorsports. I mean, um, you know, just been like running around getting some parts. Like the other day, I went out to a GRE six. I saw Paul Vericchio down there, one of my one of our uh, competitors in the late model. It was good to see him. You know, mm-hmm. picked up a couple of brake rotors, of course. Yep. A couple of brake rotors, a battery, help out my sister's car. <laughs> yeah, how's how's uh, uh, Alexandra's car been? Oh, she's been doing pretty good. I mean, at the beginning of the season, we're like, what the heck are we doing? And then, you know, Joe Ham from uh, Grahamham Chassis comes down, shouts to them, and uh, and he's talking to my dad. My my dad, he he likes to figure things out on him by himself too. But Joe Ham's sitting there, and he's of course looking over my dad's shoulder at all sorts of stuff, mm-hmm. and he's like. Oh, you're doing this wrong. You're doing this wrong. You gotta, you gotta go like this and blah blah blah. You know, and he's, and he's like, the thing about Joe Ham is he genuinely wants to help, but he's also a huge ball buster. So it's like you know, a mix of the two, a mix of the two. While he's talking to my dad about this, and my dad, he didn't, he didn't want to believe him. So we went out for like the next week or whatever. My sister, she was still having problems. Like the, it, I think it was just like the rear of the car just like wasn't gripping or something. She was having some trouble getting drive off, something like that. And then there's Joe Ham down the shop next week. Seriously, you got to take my advice. You got to do do everything I'm telling you. And so my dad's like, "All right, fine, throw it in there." She came back and won the next week. So I mean, <laughs> I'm I, I mean that that was a while ago, but still, still, all I'm saying is that that car's that car's going pretty good right now. So uh, it really it's really just coming down to the minutia and the fine adjustments that we make at the track. Well, there you go. And I, I love hearing that, that short track perspective here. So last question, how many more wins are you going to get? How many more Tom, wins is Tom and Alexander going to get before the end of the season here? I think we, I think we've got enough for each of us to get one, you know, I mean, we, we've got the, we've got, we've got the ball rolling here. We're definitely in a, um, in as good of a spot, if not better than we were at the beginning of the season, you know, like we still got three very fast cars that can win on any given week. So, so that's what we're. That's just exactly what we're going to keep trying to do going into October here. A little bit of um, a little bit of a postponed ending to 2020, but that's because we also had a postponed start. There you go. Well, you heard it here, folks. First, folks, Ryan Fern, thank you for joining us. Yeah, always, always fun checking in on how things at Stafford are going. So, if you're looking to uh, keep up to date, they do have seats available there at the track. You can go in. Buy a ticket uh, at the gate if they don't sell out in advance. You can buy tickets online to guarantee a spot until they sell out. Be sure to go on over there. It's some great racing going on. Awesome, awesome stuff. If you're looking for setups over on iRacing, www.maconeysetupshop.com is the place to go. But, everyone, thank you for listening in. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of Bottled Up.